if I don't get Jessica back now, I don't think I ever will. Or at least my lungs. I'm, I'm happily married. I don't need a Jessica in my life. My lungs, though, are pretty lonely. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not that lonely anymore. Not with all those steroids you got pumping in. <laughs> Gosh. Bro. Oh, man. I know. I know. At least it's not me that's sick this time. Yeah, no, you've been, you been good. You've been good. I, I know. just took it all and said, I can do better than you, Richard. I can be <laughs> way more sick than you. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like, I I can beat you. Just watch. Just hold my yeah. beer. Yeah, no. Just hold my Pedialyte. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. And welcome to Talk to the Nerd, a podcast about the hobbies your heart most desires. Or, in this case, it's about getting sick constantly every day for the last three weeks. My name is Ryan Hall. (laughs) And my name is finally healthy, Richard Lasko. Hi, finally healthy, Richard Lasko. How are you doing? What's it nice? What's it like? What's it nice? Hold on. (laughs) Okay. I thought I just had pneumonia. Apparently, I'm having a stroke, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, you poor soul. Yeah, no. Okay, listen. The worst thing about having pneumonia, other than... <sighs> having pneumonia? Other than having pneumonia, is when your body is like, hey, we're going to try to get better. You're not going to get better, but we're going to try to get better, and you know how we're going to do that? And I'm sitting like, how are we going to do that? Well... You're going to have to take your shirt off every night around 7.30 because we're going to uncontrollably sweat everything out of your system. (laughs) And it's not going to be comfortable. (laughs) You're going to want to sit on the floor just to be near your wife because if you sit on the couch, that couch is going to turn into a reverse boat. Oh, my God. Gosh, that sounds so awful. It's the worst. And, and like, uh, the only way to sleep at night is to turn on the AC unit in our bedroom in the middle of winter. Huh. Because my body is like, we got to get this shit out of our system. We got to sweat it out. And I'm sitting here like, I cannot afford a sauna right now. Y'all need to chill. I will I will ride this out, but don't do this shit to me. Why? Why we got to do this? <laughs> So that's been going on for the past week. I do not envy you, my dude. Not a bit. Been getting caught up on the office. We're all, we're on the last season now. The wife and I. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like I could do a whole show, a whole ten episodes, just on the office, just breaking it down. I watched all of the office. I think it's really funny. I really <laughs> like the office. It's good. Uh, it just has a lot of issues. And so much. There's yeah. So no. Many there's issues. a lot of. It is not aged well. I will say that. It I, I don't not... think there's a single character in there that that is a 
because you know every every show generally has that one person who they may make a mistake or two but you can at least look at them and say no this is a genuinely like good person like other than like jim and pam but even then still watching the office jim and pam still have their issues jim is honestly a bully to Dwight, but also yeah. Dwight kind of deserves it the way he treats Jim. It'd be it'd be different if Dwight was just trying to do his thing, but Dwight gen- genuinely does treat Jim in in as an inferior and as 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 absolute shit. So Jim is kind of yeah counterbalancing that, but then you still have those underlying issues, and maybe that's just the realism of it. Maybe that's why we feel so awkward or uncomfortable when we watch The Office is because of how real some of those situations can be because we're sitting here like oh I wouldn't I wouldn't make that decision oh I wouldn't have said that oh my gosh this is that but you know why we wouldn't say those things because we learned from our mistakes in the past by saying those <laughs> things let's be let's be real true true yeah when I watched The Office for the first time I it was like already out fully like I came in really late to the game yeah and it took every fiber of control to like keep watching through season one. Oh yeah that first like, season season is one rough. was awful so yeah. bad oh my gosh I legit I hated it I was like yeah. so mad about it yeah Ugh. <laughs> yeah I had to, like, really fight, because I knew, like, I'd, I'd seen some of the later stuff, so, like, I knew it was funny, but, like, I had to fight through some real shit to get there. It was so bad. Yeah. There's some genuinely good stuff that's in that show that that's very heartwarming and very awe-inspiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's it's the other stuff that's, like, rough to get through, but... Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was Michael, to be honest. Michael was a yeah. rough person to watch on screen. Yeah, <laughs> but it made everyone else shine, you know? <laughs> Which I think was the point, but um, yeah. it was very interesting. Um, sorry, spoilers. It's been out long enough. It was interesting when he left the show, uh, season seven, I believe, um, or six, six or seven, and when Andy took over. I thought that was a very interesting turn of events. I will say the the show that like took the spirit of The Office but kind of just elevated the humor to a new level was Parks and Rec. Have you seen Parks and Rec yet? I've seen a good amount of Parks and Rec. I it's pretty good. I really like it. I think it took that element of like dry humor and like realistic humor and like kind of off the wall comedy. And it, it, I feel like it had less of a problematic nature to it, but it also, I just really liked the show. I thought the characters were great. I really liked all of them. <laughs> it was just, they were great characters. I really enjoyed them. I, I really liked Alice, or I think it was Alice and Chris Pratt's character. Um, yes. And then, of course, um, what's his face? Um, um, I think I know you're talking about the boss of the office, right? Like the guy who. Yeah, talked about you know wood carving, the, man, the manly man. Yeah, that know, dude, the he stereotypical was so manly man. Funny, he's he pretty so funny. funny. Leslie Nope annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> um, oh, she really man. does. She really she does. Was so funny. I I thought she was hilarious though. Like she took the the idea of like um, 
what is the term I'm looking for? She was like the person who tri- got anything done. She's the one, the only one that got anything done in that office. Yeah. Except maybe Jerry. Jerry got stuff done, but yeah. he also was like constantly in the background of everything, <laughs> which is like, mm. uh, so sad, but so funny. I, uh, I, I think another good, like sometimes dry humor comedy. Um, it doesn't have the same, you know, documentary effect as, as uh, Parks and Rec or The Office, which I thoroughly enjoy that art, that, that kind of uh, cinematic art, um, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, I love Bro- Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Every episode I've watched, I am dead. I'm dying laughing <laughs> because that show is like my sense of humor summed up in a television show. <laughs> I love this really? show so much. Really? Every episode. It's like Adventure Time, but real life. <laughs> Andy Samberg. So out Andy there. Samberg is a really good actor, in my opinion. Uh, he was in a really good movie uh, where he was stuck in a time loop, a 24-hour time loop. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, it's really okay, good. Yeah, it was a, actually, like, I, at first, that now i got to look up what that movie was called. But um, that was uh, Palm Springs. Okay. Palm Springs actually came out, like, 2020. Is one of those, you know, it, it genuinely, like, I thought, eh, this is going to be a dumb movie. But I watched it. I was like, nah, this is genuinely really good. This is genuinely yeah. really good. He did a good job. The actress did a really good job in that in that movie. Oh, 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 she's the main chick in the Star Trek Black Mirror episode. Okay. You, you know which one I'm talking about, right? Uh... It was like the guy who was like a computer developer and they were listening and then he would go and play his game, but he had everyone like a computer generated version of them trapped because he took their DNA and he took her DNA and generated her in the video game and had her trapped as one of his like crew members in his space game. She was the mom in how i met your mother she was the mom in how i met your mother okay yeah so like she shows up periodically throughout the show but she doesn't actually like show up until the very end (coughs) as herself gotcha i did not realize this who this person was yeah yeah but if you look speaking of which along the rabbit trail yeah along the rabbit trail uh how (laughs) how i met your mother is another great comedy in the similar vein of Friends, but also uh, just ridiculous, Barney in that show. Yeah. <laughs> by far, like, my favorite character. He's so funny and just out there. So what if we put and half a brain on Joey? Is I feel like is who Barney is. Barney is... Barney is funny, and I love Barney because the actor who plays Barney, Neil Patrick Harris is gay right that's the did he just recently get married did he recently just get married uh i think it's been a i don't know i honestly don't know i know he's had a partner for somebody for a while but yeah Yeah, they have a kid that blows my mind he played such a funny stereotypical straight male yeah but he's so so gay but he's so gay and it's so good it's like he so does such awesome. a good job yeah. he's such a great actor yeah that, it's him. really exp- it, just attunes to his that's not the right word but it attunes to his you know uh acting he's just, he's just so fucking good at it yeah it, really it, is. it is a huge testament to how good of an actor testament. He thank is. you like for sure <clears throat> wow that was a whole sitcom rabbit trail that we just went on yeah well do we have a question yeah uh, you know what uh we do 
Uh, today's question comes to us again from Rosin. What's up, Rosin? Mr. Hello, Query Rosin. Master. Yeah, yeah. I didn't Hello. say that. I didn't say that last week. Y'all thought I forgot. I did. Hello, Moving on. Query Master. Moving on. I didn't forget. Let's go. Rosin asks, you're being sent into the world of Pokemon, but you get to bring a team of six regular animals with you. They'll essentially work like Pokemon. They'll faint when they run out of hit points, can be revived to Pokemon centers, and will learn moves consistent with their psychological qualities. Or, sorry, physiological qualities. Psychological would be wild. Who's on your team? And again, that's from Rosin. A platypus. If you... Mm, uh, oh. <laughs> that is fair. Number two, kangaroo. <laughs> okay, so... Let's let's. Are we each having a team, or are we building one team together? I feel like we should build a team together, but then again, should we build a team against each other? That's a good question. Um, can we? We'll start together, and then we can split it later if we need to. We each can okay. three. So platypus, okay. kangaroo. You platypus make... is my first. Kangaroo. Um, definitely. I, kangaroos could. Ooh, so here, here's here's the real here's why it's a platypus they're because like fucking poisonous they are the most like diverse move set of most of the animal kingdom people right? still look like, like a goddamn pokemon yeah, they do look like a pokemon <laughs> <laughs> straight up my guy they look like a fucking pokemon <laughs> they do though but like you can teach them any move they could learn yeah. almost any move on the playbook. Yeah. They're made of spare they're... parts anyways. <laughs> Give them a psychic move like Psyduck. They've got the build bro, for it. Like, bro, yes. Anything's game. Anything's fair game. <laughs> you want them to lay eggs? They actually do lay eggs. The like, only mammal in the world that actually me. lays eggs. Come for me. They're great. They're the, they're they're great for this. They like, got they already a they are a Pokemon. Bill, Somehow Pokemon feet came from platypus. Like they just they lay sp- eggs. They, yeah, they have anyway. fur. They're poisonous. Yeah, uh, they they're just a wild fucking animal. <laughs> they really are. But yeah, no kangaroo is going to be my next pick for our six animal team because kangaroos got a kick that can kill a person. Are you? I, I, For real, I just mm. yeah, yeah. Kangaroos are they're they're big, so they have like a lot of defensive capabilities. Yeah, but they also have very strong, just like kick and muscle. Their tail, yeah, yeah. Honey badger, yeah, yeah. No, honey badgers <laughs> can literally scare lions off. If you think that we're not gonna bring a honey badger into oh, yeah. this, are you kidding? We're they, uh, yes. I watched that episode of Wild Kratts. Shut the fuck up. Honey badgers are your, great. Your creature can shoot lightning. Mine is terrifying. Yeah, comfort. I'm me. sorry. What's scarier, <laughs> lightning or something that's actually scary? Like, come at me. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Uh, my next pick is gonna have to be. Oh, I literally just had it. <clears throat> I think we're just gonna pull it. Ekans, something with something. Uh, uh, probably a type of snake. Okay. Uh, pro- okay. Uh, probably a constrictor, like a big constrictor. Okay, I like it to go go on par with like a Gyarados. You know the size, or I mean, or a like, fucking Ekans, which is backwards for snake. I don't actually know what that is. Literally type in Ekans and you will see exactly you you know what an Ekans is. E K A N S. 
backwards for snake because it's a fucking purple snake. Oh, yeah, it's literally just a snake. Yeah, and then its evolved version is an Arbok, which is backwards for cobra. So again, it's just a snake. It's like. a snake. It's literally just a snake. So literally, this is a valid fucking animal to bring into the Pokemon world because they're the same yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, just get a big old constrictor snake. That would be, we'll we'll be fine. Yeah. All right, one more, one more for you. Okay, hear me out. Yeah. This creature, oh, man. literally has killed. Okay. Millions. We talking Black Widow spider here or what? Mosquito. Okay, now you're gonna have to sell me on this one. Mosquitoes are literally the deadliest animal on our planet. Like, they are. No! They really are, though. Like, they actually do kill more people than most other creatures on, in the, on the planet. They carry diseases that most creatures don't. They are more lethal to humans than most other creatures on the planet. Or sharks. If we could have a shark... Fucking shit, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking one single... But listen, I can't think of a single Pokemon that no, works be a as swarm. a swarm. It'll be a swarm. No, I can't... Where? What? Doug Trio? Doug Trio is like three of those little Doug That is not together. a swarm. That is close to a swarm. That is a bunch. That is... I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. That's what Doug Trio is. Doug Trio is a trio. It's in the word. It's in the name. It's trio. That is what trio is. Ricardo. Not a swarm. Because when you say mosquito, all I can think of is this tiny little miniature minuscule thing going up against, I don't know, a fucking... I, I would put it up against a Magikarp, and the Magikarp would still win because it just... Oh. <laughs> okay. Fine, fine, fine. I take shark. We'll shark take is shark. valid! Shark is valid. There are literally shark Pokemon. Shark is valid. What okay. kind of shark? Or killer whale. Or killer whale. What kind of shark? <laughs> mm, I mean, honestly, like the more intimidating, I think we're better off. Killer like, if whale we can also just works. Not, I think killer whale is good. I also think great white sharks because great white sharks they get huge. Bruh. Like they are massive. Yeah, I think for my last one, because I was trying to think of, honestly, I was trying to think of a lot of similarities. We've got a few land ones. You've got a water one now. We don't have a flying one. So, honestly, probably True. some type of uh, falcon would probably be pretty good. Either either falcon or, like, bald eagle. Bald eagles are massive. They're huge, and they're massive, and their talons are terrifying. But what about a really big owl? Owls will rip your face Dude, off. owls are good, too. Owl yeah, and they can see in the dark. Off. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. So, taking the three that you've picked... Okay. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm just gonna say you've drafted those in. I can't have those. Okay. So shark, uh, honey badger, and platypus. That is the three that are on your team. You technically have three more that you could come up with, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I am a gentleman, and so to be fair, technically it would be your turn to draft one. <laughs> I don't like that. But I'm going to let you because there's one specifically that I really, really want. Um, and I don't want you to say it. I will be very bad if you do. Um, okay. 
Okay, now I'm trying to figure out what it is that you want to say <laughs> that I'm going that you don't want me to say because now I'm like I gotta come up with it so I can there are, top it. There but. are two more that I've got in mind right uh, now. Okay, okay. Um, what was funny? What's funny is the one that's in my head right now. I guarantee you, you are not thinking about, and I, I love this. Draft it, so draft much. it. Um, all right, I'm gonna draft the gym bro. The what? The gym bro is like a machamp, hey bro, but it's just a human that's really buff. That's not. <laughs> that doesn't count. That's not. That doesn't count, you bastard. You can't, ca- you can't draft Steve Irwin. You can't do that shit. You can't draft freaking Crocodile Dundee. You can't. You- all right. All right. All right. Then I'll just draft a gorilla. Oh, shit. I'm drafting a gorilla. Specifically like a, a gorilla. Like a massive Okay. Gorilla. Okay. So that's your or fourth. We could go orangutan too. Orangutan have more reach. Pick one or the like- other. I feel like gorillas are more... Uh, you know what? We're going to go orangutan. Ooh. They're, they're massive arms. They do kind of okay. look like a Pokemon, to be honest. Like, let's be honest. All right. My fourth one My fourth one orangutan. is... What's your fourth? My fourth one is either going to be an alligator or a crocodile. Okay. I, I think it's going to be alligator. Those boys get big and they're fast. Yeah. They're pretty quick. All right. So that's my fourth. What's your, what's your fifth? This is so fun. Okay. I'm having so much fun with this. Honestly, I'm trying to like... I, I try to balance out my team. Oh man, this is fun. Um, okay, we're well, gonna go for a speed type. Ooh, okay. okay. And I got mine. I I think that I'm gonna go with your idea, but a hawk. Okay. Because hawks okay. are incredibly okay. fast. Yeah. Yeah. And they are one of the fastest like flying animals. The pair. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Now the, the I say that. I would also really like to pick a hummingbird, but I don't think a hummingbird actually has enough like lethal power in like real life to be valuable nah, in this way. Nah. Um, like if you souped it up like a Pokemon, okay, that's different. But unfortunately, we're not playing that game. I, I'm going to say a hawk. Like a yeah, um, yeah. Uh, there's so many kinds of hawks out there. That I can't <laughs> think of the name of. We'll just go with a hawk, um, and you, you will know what we. Cool. Mean. All right. What's your fifth? Elephant. Okay. I mean that's a good one. Definitely defensive type. Lots of HP. Huge. Massive hit points. Fifth appendage. Um, the, 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 the power behind its legs and its body alone is enough to put, I would say, a lot of competitors out. But that that is my fifth. Who's, who's your last? Okay. Um... Let's see. Number This feels like six. a game night. It feels like a whole ass game night. This is fun. I know, right? Um I am gonna pick a scorpion. Okay. Alright. Like super deadly lethal scorpion. So a tiny one. Yes. Cause I think the tinier they are, the more well, I don't know how true that is actually. Cause there's really big scorpions like Egypt that are the equivalent of like a bee sting, but like it's just a bee sting. Right. Um, it's called the Death Stalker, which is a great name. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy fucking shit! 
Yep, I'm picking Deathstalker. If nothing else, then because of its name. Purely alone. <laughs> but its venom is also incredibly deadly. Um, although apparently there are other scorpions that have more like deaths attributed to them. I got gotcha. you. But Deathstalker has a great name, and I'm going with it. Okay. Um, my last one I've been kind of going back and forth on, you know, but I think yeah. a lot of mine are powerhouses, right? Or, or just not able to get to places that I need them to get to, you know, for strategy wise. So I think would be, would, uh, what would, um, benefit me. Okay. A panther. Ooh, I do like panther. I thought about adding like a cheetah or something. But I do like Panther. is really good. I went very jungle on mine. Yeah, a lot of yours, honestly, are, are very... Yeah. Okay, so now we need to figure out, like, who's going to win this? <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. Okay, let's go down the list and let's see, like, if I have if we have stuff that can, like, top each other. I want you to call on Nan, one, one of yours and I'll see if I have one of mine okay. that I would, like, throw out to combat yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, let, I'll just start with kangaroo. What you got? Okay, kangaroo. Let's see. Honestly, I'm gonna go with a hawk. Like the speed element here. Like you can't hit you think the so, hawk as huh? well. I think I think the speed may may give me an edge. Um, either that or I don't know. What do you think? If I'm picking one to go up against kangaroo from yours, it would probably be either. I mean, in the water, Great White Shark's going to win that. Right. Are we? But we're going off of, of Pokemon rules, right? So there are water types that are obviously like fish that are going on land to fight things. So let, let's, let's take away this, like, I don't know, giving them, like, the best advantages for what they are. Sure, putting them, um, putting them in, in situations where it's probably going to make sense for the fight. So, like, my alligator versus your Great White Shark, who's going to win that? I, honestly, I would give it to the Great White Shark. You think so? Like, one, its jaws are bigger, so it can get more of the alligator and, like, really chomp down. I mean, obviously, like, I'm partial to my own, but, like, I feel like it makes sense because you have a massive jaws. The alligator is going to get, like, some bites in, but, like, the Great White Shark's used to dealing with, like, other sharks Here, with massive here's jaws. Here's where I disagree. I think that shark, if it does it right, could potentially get the upper hand. And of course, of course, I'm going to advocate for my side here. But, <laughs> but, <clears throat> great white shark, at best, is going to be able to get one good solid bite. And if it's in the right spot, then sure, it's going to win, hands down. But if that alligator gets its death grip on that shark it's not going to just take the one bite it's going to take one big bite and then it's going to fucking spin until that shark bleeds the fuck out okay but the great white shark has a much faster like swim speed than alligators do and it can like you're you're not gonna get a spin on a great white shark as an alligator. Like you're just not gonna get that same level of like death spin on it. It's just not gonna happen. Um, I feel like that the shark would overpower the alligator in terms of like swimming capabilities. 
So anyway, I think that I think that I think I'd have an edge. I don't know. That's uh, a good matchup. Honestly, I think it's an interesting matchup. I think I will give if it's if it's alligator versus great white shark because it's one on one. I will give it to the great white shark. I can see that. I can see it. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say alligator, great white shark. Great white shark is the winner. So that's that is one success for you. <clears throat> out of out of six. Alright, what about Hawk versus Giant Eagle? Because that's gonna be oh, that's gonna be the man. one that makes sense for that. Yeah. Um I think that Ooh, this is honestly this is a good one. I don't know. I feel like Eagle might take an edge, which I'm kind of sad to admit that. Mm-hmm. Um but just like size. It's huge. It's huge. It really is. And I don't think the hawk, like while the hawk has definitely an edge on speed, it's not necessarily used to taking on prey that's bigger than it. Yeah, especially by like the size difference that's between the two. Mm-hmm. I just think that mm-hmm. I think that the the eagle will take it. Unfortunately for me, yeah, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah. So wow. Yeah. So that's a win. That's that's a win on each here. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. Who's going to go up against your platypus? That is the question. Um, because, I what's mean... What's your list? <laughs> I mean, could a constrictor win against the platypus? Or is the platypus too poisonous? It's slippery for the constrictor. Or should we put it up against, you know, a fucking... Honestly, my platypus is like the wild card. It right? really is. That's the one. Like, I... It's so tough to pin down what it would go up against. Because, like, you don't typically... Like, Platypus is not necessarily known for, like, taking on a bunch of stuff or, like, being aggressive like the honey badger is. Right? I would pit my honey badger against your elephant and probably give it to the honey badger just because of how... Like, elephants literally do run away from honey badgers, like, in real life. Yeah. I mean, if we're... Yeah. It's... Like, honey badgers are terrifying, but like is a honey badger gonna ferocious kill an elephant? I think that if a honey badger was motivated enough, I think it could. Mm. I think it would be a tough fight. I think it would be a long fight. I think that the the like see, but I wouldn't put the elephant up against the honey badger. I put my panther up against your honey badger. Yeah, and that would still be a close call. Right? I, I like, really think would it be... would be because I think the panther would have enough gall to not back down from that fight. But your honey badger has viciousness enough, like almost yeah, Wolverine and like, level, and it is used to taking on lions and and big creatures. So it's not like it doesn't have the quote training, if you will, to like take it on. Um, so but, honey badger versus panther, who's winning? I, let's call this one a draw. I feel like it's it's a close call. I don't think I could call it one way or another. I think it would be up man. to a situation i i'd say let's let's leave it as a tie at like with this one yeah okay maybe our our uh yeah yeah wow if it's panther versus honey badger we've had giant eagle versus hawk alligator versus great white shark who are you putting your orangutan up against kangaroo constrictor elephant um i think that I would pit. Oh man, this is gonna be so bad. Uh, I think my orangutan would either go against your elephant 
or your kangaroo. I was going to say like, kangaroo. Arm versus leg power. It, I, I, that kangaroo would be a versus orangutan would be so awesome to watch. Yeah. That would be a fight. <laughs> like, that really would be a fight for ages. Because like, the orangutan like has right... really long arms, but also really strong. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like he could take a kick. Yeah, I mean... Like, he could probably take a few oh, kicks yeah. before, you know, starting to feel bad about it. But also, a kangaroo, I feel like, could take a few slaps before feeling it, too. So it's very... Yeah, but could he take getting picked up and chucked across into a tree? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Kangaroos like, are pretty that's heavy. That's the level, right? Kangaroos are pretty heavy. So are orangutans, and orangutans are massive. Like, they are really strong. They're used to climbing all of the trees themselves, like their body weight up these trees and hanging upside down all day. Like I don't know. I think they're. I, I think it's close. But I I would give it to the orangutan, but orangutans can lift five hundred pounds. You see what I mean? <laughs> like a kangaroo weighs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> What? How much do they weigh? At most, 150 pounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that orangutan is chunking that kangaroo. Holy tree. shit, balls. <laughs> or just, like, right off the cliff. Like, Holy fuck. It's <laughs> like the big one, too, is 110 to 150 pounds. It's an eastern gray <laughs> kangaroo. Holy yeah, crap. Like, Maybe 200 pounds. Maybe I don't underestimate. Pounds. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to understate or undersell the power of... Like a, a kangaroo, but like, I don't know. I just feel like the orangutan is going to take that. Are kangaroos stronger than gorillas? The gorilla has the weight and power to overwhelm the lighter creature completely. You would use all of its weight and power top of the kangaroo in a bout of extreme violence, according to a to z animals.com. Holy shit. I'll, I'll give it yeah. to the orangutan. I'll give it to the orangutan. I'm going to pit my scorpion against your snake. He's going to eat your scorpion. I'm sorry. I can't see no. any way around this. He's going the to scorpion eat your scorpion. scorpion is small enough. I don't think it's going to have the chance to get to the scorpion in time. Like, it's you can't wrap up against the scorpion because it's too tiny. And it can find those little crevices between the snake coils. And the power, like, the poison <laughs> that's in a scorpion is gonna get it. It's gonna, like, one strike against this massive body, and there's gonna be poison coursing through your veins, like... You know what? I, I, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I still feel like you just see the scorpion going... What's the other one? Uh, the last one is platypus versus elephant, and if you think the elephant's not winning that, I'm going... I Nah. Uh, no. I mean, if you could teach it some psychic Pokemon moves, maybe, but no, it's not going to take that one. Uh, elephant goes smush. It's funny, though. Yeah. It's really funny, though. <laughs> Honestly. I think, I, think, I think that my Death Starker Scorpion would win against either the snake or the elephant. Honestly. Like, because it's tiny enough, it'd have a hard time, like, really getting onto it, but then, like, one strike with the scorpion's tail, and you're... you're pretty seriously poisoned i don't think you understand this is the tiebreaker hold on <clears throat> because kangaroo goes up against orangutan you win constrictor goes up against scorpion we're debating that giant eagle versus hawk i win alligator versus great white you win 
Elephant versus Platypus, I win. Panther with Honey Badger is a draw. Yeah, this is this is the argument, right? This is the the like make it or break it. I love this so much, though. This is this is the last battle. Yeah, but a constrictor doesn't necessarily just. I mean, like to get to the scorpions, it's gonna. Scorpions are not that fast. Scorpions are not that fast. They're also really tiny. Like, this is a really small one. Like, this isn't one that it's just... It fits in your hand. They're about 1.2 to 3 inches long. When you're talking about a a constrictor snake, you're typically talking about very large. Like, boa constrictors, which are pretty large. Here's... A 1-inch scorpion. Here's here's what I'm thinking with this one, personally. I feel like you put these two things next to each other, they're just going to ignore each other. <laughs> I, I like, uh, it's a bug and it's a snake. They ain't looking for each other. Yeah, size-wise, I think that the snake's just going to, like, wander off, not even really going to notice the scorpion. Yeah, yeah. But, but we're also talking about, like, we're talking about Pokemon rules here. So, like... If we have the ability to con- to like really command these creatures, which we've been doing this whole time, I don't think a scorpion's going to defeat the snake. I think it's going to sting it, and the snake is going to be like, "Ow!" I think that this. I think it's either going to end in a mutual death, or I think that the poison is is. I mean, either way, I think the poison's going to kill it. Right? If we get it shot in, the poison's going to kill it. I think it it may take a minute for that poison to fully take effect. But sure, if that poison's sure. in your snake, it's going down. So either this is a mutual death situation, or if we're going or a mutual faint situation because we're going Pokemon rules. I think that if this is the very last matchup, if this is like we put out every other Pokemon first, and I poison you, but then you do an attack, mine's probably gonna die. Mine's probably gonna faint. Mine's going down. And then, unfortunately, yours is also fainting. Like, it, yours is poisoned. It's not... Like, I think if that's the case... That I think if that's the case, the last fight would be between the panther and the honey badger, which, honestly... I agree. Honestly, is probably going to be the best fight out of all of them. Right. I agree with you, and I... I, I yeah. I think that, like, because I wouldn't put my... Por- sports, I would not put my scorpion out first, right? Right. My honey badger would be, like, in reserve this whole time. Like, I'd be holding on to that one. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, you know, let's see here. I would I would put my elephant out. It'd be, it'd be <laughs> you know, probably first things first. It'd beat the platypus. Uh, you put the great white shark out, and I'd, be, I'd have no choice but to put my alligator out. And it would just kind of devolve from there. You know, yeah. and then I feel like it would just... we, I, yeah, this, it, I, I probably would call it a draw up until the Panther and Badger. Yeah. Yeah. Wowzers. What a, yeah. What a fun <laughs> ride that we just went on for <laughs> so long. That was, I don't care who oh, you are. That was man. some fun material there. That yeah, was that was interesting. That was fun. Yeah. Um I genuinely right, well, had so much fun with that. It's December. We are closing out <clears throat> our year, getting close to it. We are. I I want to talk about some Christmas moments in anime. Ooh. I really do. Christmas I do. moments in anime. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm going to start with one of my favorite animes, with my favorite anime, period. Like, Sword Art Online. I can't deny it. Sword Art Online. Yes. The, the Christmas episode of Sword Art Online is so heartbreaking, and yet... Oh, okay. I, I feel, I feel like it really gives depth to the characters in a way that wasn't there before. So, if we go into the first episode of... Like or the I say the first the first season, <laughs> let's go into the it's in the very first season of Sword Art Online. They are in the actual Ironcrad castle, going through the levels. There is an episode where Kirito joins up with a guild. Oh shit! This was the Christmas. Fuck me. In the guild, no. Um, the the party basically they they recruit Kirito to join the guild with them. <sighs> They're all friends in real life, so they're all playing the game together in this guild. And Kirito goes, and due to sort of something with himself, but also not entirely his fault, the whole party dies. And he feels guilty because he can't protect them. He's a high enough level that he survives, but everyone else is wiped out. And then the one person that was not with them on this one trip that got everybody killed, killed himself. So here's Kirito now living with the guilt of watching all of his friends die and trying to like trying to help them but not being able to. And so he goes and there's a Christmas event in Sword Art where they are going to they have to basically hunt down the Santa Claus and monster the Santa Claus monster and and kill it and oh, get the yeah. this revival item from him. And he beats it alone solos this boss kills it gets the reward item hands it to klein and walks off depressed because the item only works if you've only been dead for like a minute so he can't revive the person that he's like sort of in love with was like really trying to protect this whole time this this girl that he was really like crushing on and like really attached to her and all of a sudden, and it's Christmas Day, all of a sudden, he gets a message from the system that's like, hey, this person left you this item, and it's like this recording from the girl that he is... That he watched that's now die. Dead, yeah. That he watched die. That he wanted to protect. And you watch him get this message on Christmas Day as she basically tells him if you're getting this i'm dead i know i'm dead i know i was gonna die like whatever whatever and like really (sighs) because she also just says to him what her dying words were which was thank you because she was so scared of living life in a in basically a (laughs) mental prison and she got to live for her life and not be stuck in the same place and so he watched him kind of see her last words of thank you and then this this message falls to the table lifeless and it was depressing but it was also like brought depth it was uh 
I don't know. I don't know. I know that it's sad. It's so depressing, that really depressing, Richard. Holy fucking shit. But it was shit. so good. It was so good. Okay? I don't... It was I such a good scene. out of my memory. <laughs> and now it's back. Uh, but it was such a good scene. I don't care. It was a good scene. Yeah, it was... Like you really got to see, you got to see Kirito's heart, and it sucks that he like went through that stuff. But it also shows like the depth of the trauma that these like kids went through, yeah, and kind of seeing and experiencing. So it was, I feel like it was important for the story. It was just solid. It was really good. It was a good story. But yeah that was my first christmas anime highlight uh we will highlight more as the christmas season gets closer <laughs> as we move towards that um but yeah anyway wowzers I had to start with one wowzers well christmas the christmas season is is fun exhilarating as you've pointed out fucking depressing sometimes <laughs> um, but did you know it could also be <gasps> spooky that's right. Oh no! That's right. Crash. Welcome to. I mean, you heard that this time, right? You didn't hear it last time, but you definitely heard it this time, right? The the loud. Definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I Welcome. Got it. I got it. One more time. Once again, this is not going to be the last time. I don't know why I'm hyping it up like it's the last time, but to Ryan's <laughs> spooky corner, dun, dun, dun. where we talk about spooky, creepy stuff. Come on over. Come into the shadows today. We're going to I'm be here. talking about something of the Christmas spirit and nature. And today, I really wanted to talk about Jack Frost. Ooh, Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yes, actually, exactly. That is one of the few mentions in in entertainment, literature, art styles that Jack Frost has mentioned. But did you know that Jack Frost has a different name? It's actually I, Old Man actually- Winter. Okay. Okay. I've heard I've heard the name. <clears throat> Old Man Winter. Okay. I don't think I realized that that was the same person, but go on. Yeah, so originally it is from Norse mythology. His real oh, name was Joko Frosty, meaning icicle frost. Whoa, I am hooked. Let's go. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's not a lot about this guy. I, I pulled up like five different articles, and all of them pretty much said the same thing. So, so this article specifically is from AbeDoors.com. This is uh, I found ABE, sorry, Doors and Windows. Um, okay. No matter where you hail from, there is a legend about the origins of winter weather. In Russia, it's represented in Father Frost, who is a blacksmith who binds water to earth with heavy chains. Oh, that's interesting. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Or, you know, in the United States of Britain, Old Man Winter, responsible for nipping the noses of lovers and toes of young children. And then, as I said, in Norse mythology, he's a minor demigod. Jokul Frosty, or Jokul Frosty, however you say it. Traditionally, he's held okay. responsible, right, for um, the frosty fern-like patterns found on the windows during winter. You know, us Texans don't really see that, but, you know, y'all in Colorado or Canada, <laughs> y- y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what A I'm few talking other about. people definitely will see it. <clears throat> yeah. Now, of course, we've had the introduction of double-glazed and insulated glass, so we don't see that as often, but 
um, which, funny enough, was actually a uh, um, part of a slogan back during World War II uh, when they were making those new windows. Was uh, don't let don't let old man winters uh, catch you um, during this winter as a ad to sell their windows because okay. of the uh, double insulation, all that jazz. Uh, oh, but gotcha, what gotcha. I found interesting is 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 the name Jack. Okay. Um, you know the other thing in Halloween uh, that 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 has the name Jack in it. Yeah, like Jack O' Lantern. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's there's actually a kind of correspondence there in England from like the 1500s, right? Jack was like a common slang for a man, okay. usually a funny or clever fellow. Um, okay. People who who read right will recognize phrases as like Jack and Ape as a chap who is a cheeky monkey, or Jack O' Lantern as a man with a light. Or uh, Jack Taurus Sailors. And there's plenty of, you know, like, Jack be nibble, Jack be quick, Jack jump over the candlestick. Um, okay, yeah. <clears throat> you know, generally mischievous, cheerful, blissful kind of nature, right? Okay. That's kind of that's kind of where that name Jack comes from. It kind of gives you his personality. He's um, oftentimes portrayed as a troublemaker, mischievous, sometimes as a villain, sometimes as a hero. There's nothing ever clear on it. Just that he nips at your toes, as Jack Frost does. Or, in certain translations, is seen as a blacksmith, I, I guess. Huh. Um, <clears throat> now, if that's if you're focusing just on Jack Frost, Old Man Winter is supposed to be the personification of winter itself, and that's derived from old-world pagan uh, beliefs in Greek mythology. Interesting. Um, okay. Which, you know, evolved into modern characters, such as Jack Frost. Well, it's interesting, too. Like, most of the characters that we know from life are are derived from these very old and very like complex either religions or um mythologies or like stories um obviously you have like the greek and the uh norse like deities and and their whole thing but like they spawned what we know as characters today i think it's cool how we can see like trails of of history coursing from these these old concepts to these now newer modern characters that we now see as like santa claus or jack frost or whatever thank you for all of that incredible jack frost information i was really hoping that i would find more on jack frost he's such an interesting character but honestly the fact that we don't have that much about him can create way more lore and way more like you can kind of make up your own stories about him as a character kind of like the moth man have anything (laughs) honestly yeah like because we don't have very much it creates so much of an open space for stories and creation it's it's fascinating I think it's cool. One of his notable, funny enough, one of his notable early appearances in literature is uh, Marvel Comics before they were Marvel. Interesting. Um, okay, I found that I found that interesting. He was also depicted in the Civil War. I think at is it some Jack Frost? point, yeah, 
It was really weird. Um, there's a picture of him on Wikipedia um, as a United States Major General during the American Civil War. <laughs> okay. And I don't know sure, why. Sure, why, sure, why not? <clears throat> but yeah, All right. so that's that's Jack Frost. Um, I got one that well, I'm excited for you. next week. So excellent, be looking forward to excellent. that. Well, thank you so much for listening to our goofy podcast as we talk about animals as Pokemon and sitcom comedies and uh it's fun. It's fun out here, guys. So fun. Not gonna lie. Thank you, thank you for coming along this ride with us. Uh if you have any questions or comments or thoughts about the episode, please or your send us own an email. Team. Your own or real yeah, life send team. us your own if you could create your own perfect team and you think that your team could beat ours, come for us. Come from the honey badger. Come at I wanna us. see it. Come at us. Come at us. We're we're the gym leaders. Come yes. for us. <laughs> yeah, I wanna be the water I wanna be the water gym leader. Why? I've got the shark, you... <laughs> well, but... I mean, okay, you did win that, but... Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't want the water. You can have it. You can have it. Well... Uh, but anyway... I, I the air. <laughs> uh, please come and uh, send, bring us your Pokemon animals, and uh, we'll we'll battle it out on yeah. the show. Yeah. But yeah, first for real, send us a question. Our email is talktothenerd at gmail.com. That is talk, the number two, the nerd at gmail.com. You said it this time. That's good. You didn't say it last time. Um, I had no, to remind you, did. you. Yeah, I did. No, you did. Yeah, I and did. that was a beautiful, beautiful thing. You're a beautiful man. Hey, can I just like be a bully without you making me feel shit for it? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just do my nefarious thing without you just flipping it back on me and making me feel guilty for for the way I cheat? Um, oh my no. gosh. No, seriously, thank you guys so much for listening. It's been fun. It's been great. This is a fun episode, even though I'm dying. And if you want to support us on Patreon, it is also at Talk to the Nerd. Uh, that's Talk to the Number Two, the Nerd. It's also in the <clears throat> description yes. below this episode. Yes, please support us so you can pay my hospital bills. That would be amazing. Because <laughs> holy crap! Anyway, but as always, my name is Ryan Hall, and my name is Richard Lasco. Come back next time so you too can talk to the nerd. Bow, bow, bow.